0: god is our refuge and our strength a very present help in time of trouble how we need to ever keep that in mind in ministry god is our refuge and our strength a very present help in time of trouble i hope that you'll remember that and that you'll also remember the following statement If you take care of the depth of your spiritual life God will take care of your ministry's length and breadth and height how long you serve how all you serve all the ways the breadth length and height of your ministry will be taken care of by the good Lord if you take care of the depth of your relationship with the Lord. At the end of 2021 into 2022, the Jenkins Institute, TJI, maybe you're familiar with it. If you're not, you ought to check it out online. Uh, Jeff Jenkins and his brother Dale, Jeff taught preacher in his work here last January they asked those involved in ministry, what are seven of the biggest stressors you face in ministry? Well, you can see why it would be important to keep in mind God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. And that if we will take care of the depth of our spiritual life, God will take care of our ministry's length and breadth and height. But here's something I hope that you'll think about, because at the time when we go through ministry stressors, it's so easy to overlook this, every ministry struggle, every ministry struggle is an opportunity to have a more God-focused ministry. Every ministry struggle is an opportunity to have a more God-focused ministry. For us to see and appreciate the faithfulness of God. 1 Peter chapter 4 verses 12 through 19. What I'd like to do is give you the results of about 400 to 500 different ministers in the Lord's church who responded to a poll by the Jenkins Institute on the top stressors in ministry. Hey, guys, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. To understand what you are going to be getting into when you get out. I'm convinced that too many people in schools like this have to fall out for two or three years before they really understand what it's like to work with churches to really develop the relationship with God and to connect without getting our feelings hurt really easy this will be a preachy class or a classy sermon so I'm asking for feedback (laughs) I'm asking for feedback one of the top responses imagine this inadequacy if there are 275 people in attendance at Bear Valley this coming Sunday there will be 15,000 different opinions none of which coincide exactly concerning the role of the preacher you find yourself feeling inadequate or worse, you think that you are adequate. Apart from me, Jesus said, you can do nothing, John 15, verses 4 and 5. Our sufficiency is of God, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 5. That the power may be of God and not of us, 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 7. And let me just kind of ask you, What's a preacher expected to do in a congregation? Here's where you can give me some feedback. What's a preacher expected to do? Just a few things. Present God's Word. Thank you. Encourage. Rebuke. He will stand for what is right and rebuke what is wrong. What else? Counsel. Bulletin. Bulletin. Visiting, funerals, weddings, change the light bulbs, empty the trash, mow the yards, in many places. This is tech, uh, conflict resolution, liaison from the church to the community, liaison from the church to the church and on we can go who is sufficient for these things because even the most talented young people among us young men among us they probably can do several things well but nobody does everything well huh? when we feel inadequate and we will Personal work, counseling, week to week having fresh lessons, ready to go, Bible classes that we're excited about, visitation, all of the things that's involved in ministry when we feel inadequate. The answer, the answer is God's sufficiency. It's the only way you're going to have staying power in ministry some of us are mighty stubborn but we're not going to make it for the long haul in ministry unless we see every stressor as an opportunity to have a more god-focused ministry number two elder leader issues elder leadership issues elders are imperfect men leaders of the church are imperfect men preachers are imperfect men And when you have imperfect leaders and imperfect preachers, there will probably be some stressful moments. There should not be a sense of antagonism and adversity between the elders and leaders and preachers and when that develops it hurts the church and the people in the pew know it. Do you hear me? Preachers shouldn't want to do anything that would hurt the church and so trying to relate well to our leaders and being men who can humbly serve Whether or not we always agree with the elders or the leaders is crucial. And leaders, preachers shouldn't feel that they are a third category that is not mentioned anywhere in Scripture. Preachers should recognize that they are valued members of the congregation too, not merely a hired hand. Not some third option that we never read about in scripture. Through the years Wayne, it has been something you've heard me say repeatedly. Where do preachers go when they're broken? Where do preachers go when they are stressed? And often if a preacher doesn't go to another preacher, he has nowhere he thinks to go. I would hope and pray that more preachers could have confidence in their shepherds and reason to have confidence in them that they could talk to their shepherds about their own soul elder leadership issues it's really simple when you think of elders and leaders in the church think of the husband and the dad was the husband and the dad want in a family he wants respect He's working hard to try to provide and care for the family. Think of the preacher as the woman, the wife. What does she want? She wants love. She wants, preachers just want the love. Elders just want the respect. And I suspect now everybody can understand why there may be difficulties in elder preacher relationships sometimes. Elder leader issues should help me to focus on God's sovereignty. He's the king. He's the Lord. He's the good shepherd, the great shepherd, the chief shepherd. He is the one to whom we will all ultimately give account and more than anything we should want to please Him. Don't think these won't happen to you, ministers, servants. They will. You'll have stressful occasions. Again, finances. I want to say that I have been wonderfully supported by brethren through the years. I am grateful. I am humbled, but I know that that is not always true and some preachers and their families really struggle. They really do. It is right to say that churches have done better, leaps and bounds better than earlier days. Isn't that right, Wayne? And we ought to be grateful for that. But it is difficult for a church of 20 or 30 or 40 to support a preacher and his wife and growing family. It's almost impossible to do that to the degree one would hope. And it's true, we do not preach for money, but we have to support our families for a long time as a preacher I never knew what I was going to make when I moved somewhere but if you have a wife and family you probably need to be wiser than I was finances everything from hospitalization to retirement you have to think about now before anyone goes too far thinking about the finances. I am so thankful for God's riches. For God's riches. It may be that some of you will never preach or work with a church that supports you for, in a salary that you can really pull everything together for your family. You may be a tent maker, buy vocational ministries, honorable. Jesus did it for years. Paul did too. There's a place for that. But what happens is this sometimes we get so concerned about our finances, we forget about the riches of being able to do what we're privileged to do. How rich we are to be able to preach and teach and serve in the greatest cause this world will ever know. They brought this out in the questionnaire about stresses in ministry. Fear the church is unhealthy in some ways. COVID revealed more than most of us wanted to know. It revealed about how unhealthy relationships were. It revealed about how brethren could fuss and fume over everything from a mask and whether to wear it or not to whether or not Christians should assemble and on and on. I fear the church is unhealthy. I have been at the West Side congregation for 22 years in Midland, Texas. And some things are not as healthy as I would think they ought to be. Wherever you have a congregation, no matter how great the church it can be a Philippi or a Thessalonica in many ways an outstanding church but there are areas that are healthy and areas that are less so and one of the things that preachers have to do as part of their role is to encourage greater overall health in the body of Christ If there wasn't something unhealthy, there would be no need for you to be there. And your presence there needs to contribute to the health rather than the lack of health in the church. Sometimes the preacher coming in ruins an otherwise healthy overall circumstance. Don't get down about things that are not as healthy. Would you like to have a more evangelistic emphasis here at Bear Valley? Would you like to have stronger Bible classes? Would you like to have additional men just ready to come along as elders in the church? We fear things. And we have to appreciate God's soundness god is perfectly whole i am not you're not but we work together to show more of the wholeness of god Underappreciated. Underappreciated. I just wish I could hear an encouraging word a little more often. It's hard sometimes. Underappreciated. We work. I can't count the thousands upon thousands of personal visits I've made to hospitals and nursing homes in 40 plus years of full-time local work. I can't count the number of visits that I've made to hospital rooms when a person was about to depart from this life. I cannot count the number of counseling sessions and elders meetings and meetings with hurting people that I've had through the years. And sometimes the weight of it all made me ask, hey, I recall driving one, a couple of young men 700 miles one way, and they didn't even say thanks when I let them off. sees and he doesn't forget how small of me to even think that I am underappreciated. How small of you because if no one else in the world verbally acknowledged it God has put it in writing that he sees and he knows. Here's a biggie. Unresolved conflict with members. You're preaching and there they are and you know that if you don't say things the way you ought to they're gonna think (laughs) that you just had them in your sights and were preaching about them. For whom does the bell toll? It tolls for me. All right. Unresolved conflict. Unresolved conflict with people. It is amazing how often people behave in a brotherly manner and that things can be resolved. But I want you to know. Not every conflict will be resolved to your satisfaction. Not every conflict will be resolved this side of eternity to our satisfaction. God's peace. God's peace must envelop us even in the heat of conflict I want to be that type of person that even when things get are really hot the fires are raging in conflict that there can be a sense of trust and peace when peace like a river attends my way When sorrows like sea billows roll. Whatever my lot, you have taught me to say, what? Peace. Personal sin. Sounds to me like some preachers and ministers were really honest because they're dealing with personal sin and when we think about our sin our pride our words our thoughts our criticisms that are not honoring to God and not helpful in the cause of Christ when we think about those things think about God's holiness and humble yourself. Every stress in ministry will be an opportunity and it may be an unasked for opportunity to have a more God-centered life in ministry. Don't waste a stressor. You're dismissed.